Hey gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And I'm, surprise, surprise, pissed. Yeah, you, is this the breaking news you're talking about? You just yeah, said, we're getting right to it. You said there was some breaking news that I don't know about. Uh, news is, let me pull back on that just a little bit. It's not really news. It's breaking idiocy from bleeding cool. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so you remember how, I don't remember if we've talked about this on mic before, but you remember how a couple weeks ago I was like, dude, I can't stand it anymore. You read any of their articles and it's just fucking idiocy. It's just fucking stupid political shit. They're like, oh, here's a store that's closing in fucking Des Moines and all of a sudden they're talking about politics for some reason. It's like, Mm. huh? So I unfollowed them. I cleared that shit out of my life because I didn't need it. Yeah. And I was looking for another source for nerd type of news, and I can't find one that covered shit as well as they did, but I couldn't fucking stand it. Okay. Right now, about an hour ago. See, if we would have recorded an hour ago, this all would could have been avoided. Oh, man. So it's all your fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> it's all your fault you're getting an earful right now. About an hour ago, like... Almost as soon as you were like, oh, shit, can we push for an hour? And I was like, whatever, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I so, went wait, to Twitter. Is, is this is this related to Doctor Who? Huh? Oh, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know dick about Doctor Who. Dude. Okay, no, go ahead. No, I saw a Doctor Who headline today. I thought maybe that was what the shitstorm was about. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Um. So as soon as you were like, oh, shit, can we push? And I was like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. That's all good. I opened up Twitter and I had a tweet from Spectre Vision. Uh-huh. And he says, oh, do you agree? He sounds like you he's baiting you. Oh, he totally fucking did a Troy to Bry on me. And it worked. Yeah. Oh yeah, hang on, I'm trying to pull it up. Where he just sent he sends me shit all the time being like, oh, oh, oh. cause he knows I'm I got a short fucking fuse. He likes to this- poke the tiger. Oh, definitely. <laughs> the stupidest shit sets me off, and he knows it. Uh-huh. Apparently, Bleeding Cool posted this a couple days ago, but they posted a list where somebody ranked the 13 Scooby-Doo series. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Listen to this fucking mental retardation at its best. Okay. They start out number 13 is Scooby-Doo and Scrappy, which... Could be wrong, but I think that's one of the little short ones, so it's like, that's fine. Where they would do, like, two 11-minute shorts in one thing, and it's like, oh, God, these are terrible. So I was like, oh, so far, I can get down with that. Then I hit number 12, and I was like, what? 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Which is one of your favorites, right? Yeah, Vincent fucking Price is in that, dude. And I was like, wait, because it real, I started to have a dawning realization at this point. It's like, they put this lower than what came in at number 11. They put this lower than Get a Clue, which is one of the biggest pieces of shit. Wow. And I was like, you're fucking ridiculous. Then I got to number 10, and that's when I just backed out. You didn't even, you didn't even go past 10? I'm about to, so. We're going to do it live? All right. Oh, Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Then I got the number 10, and I was like, you are, who who wrote this? Who fucking wrote this? And I went up, and I was like, 
Um, Eden Arnold is a fucking idiot. Who? Eden Arnold. Okay. That's the writer of this piece's name. Uh Uh-huh. I got the number 10, and it's Mystery Inc. Oh, my God. All the way at 10? Yeah. But this fucking idiot thinks Be Cool is better than 13 Ghosts and Mystery Inc. The mind boggles, dude. So let's let's continue and see how fucking mentally irregular. This guy's probably one of your peers, you know. What do you mean? Age-wise. Um, okay, I'm going to skip over the list and I'm going to go look at their bio, see what it says. Uh, with over a decade of writing experience and bylines and print books and online additional, in addition to a lifetime of television watching experiences, Eden is passionate about combining the two, obsessing over all things TV. She, she. Oh, be careful. Yeah, be yeah. Be careful. That's why don't, I was... Don't make any cocksucking jokes because you'll end up on Jezebel. <laughs> Obsessed with all things TV, she is thrilled to bring all of her many television opinions to the masses. Okay. There is no indicate. Okay, let's see if it takes to her Twitter or something. I gotta do some research now. Because I gotta know just how fucking stupid this jackass is. Oh! Ooh! No, we don't need to do that. Ooh, no, no, no. Back up, back up. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it was going to try and send her an email. Don't give me that option. <laughs> uh, let's let's get back on. Stay yeah, on let's target. get back on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, number ten, Mystery Inc. You're fucking dumb, Eden. Yeah, that's seems pretty low. Uh, number nine is be cool. Wow. It should be lower. Holy fuck! And see, I know this. I know what's coming. I know what's ahead of this show. What's ahead of... And I'm <laughs> still just... Yeah, I know what's coming because I know the 13 shows, and I'm still like, what the fuck? As if, as if I'm fucking surprised. Right, right, right. Well. But it's it's truly fucking shocking that somebody could be this dumb. Uh, number eight is All Star Laugh Olympics, which barely fucking qualifies what? as a fucking Scooby Doo show. Scooby Doo show. I mean, it, that's a Hanna Barbera show. I mean, it was uh, listed as a Scooby Doo show because it is like Scooby or Scooby's Scooby or Scooby Doo's All Star Laugh Olympics. Oh, but okay. It, it it's bullshit. It should be Hanna Barbera's All Star Laugh Olympics. Right. But let's see. Uh, wow. Okay, well, they do justify it by saying... How, why am I defending this idiot all of a sudden? What is what is, what is number seven, Grape Ape? <laughs> it says, ordinarily, I wouldn't count this as it's a compilation of a bunch of Hanna-Barbera can, uh, characters competing in Olympic-style events, but Scooby is sort of in the title. Ordinarily, okay. I wouldn't count this, but I couldn't think of any better Scooby-Doo shows, so... Other than the fucking <laughs> great ones I already passed up on. Uh-huh. So we'll just put it there. Right. Fucking jackass. Um, Seven is the new Scooby-Doo Mysteries, which was, again, a scrappy show. <laughs> Number six is Supernatural. <laughs> um, I'm just blinded by rage right now, so I can't even remember what the new Scooby-Doo Number six Mysteries is uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. 
<laughs> uh, no, number six is Guess Who. Really? Right. Mm. Well. Um, the Scooby Doo Show comes in at number five. The which one? The Scooby Doo Show. That was the title of it. What? Which one was that? Uh, years. Most. Um, say what? In years? Yeah, years. Uh, seventy-six. Okay, so prime, prime OG Scooby Doo shit. Right, where it's basically. It's the same show. They just change the name every couple of years. Well, it, it's right? basically, um, yeah, it's basically where are you? But the monsters are aren't. It's not as well done. This is saying a lot because where are you wasn't well done as it was. Oh, right, but. right. Hanna Barbera is not known for their quality. Right, it was just sort of slapped together even more so. Okay. Uh, number four is Pup. Yeah. Okay. That was a What's, pretty good show. Now, the top four I can get down with, it's just all the idiocy that comes before it. And even though, like, I would put Mystery Inc. way higher, like, number one high, mm-hmm. these ones are difficult to get angry about. It, it's mostly fucking five through 13 that are like, what are you, fucking stupid? But number four, Pup... Uh, number three, what's new? Number two, new Scooby movies, and number one, obviously, is where are you? Okay. All right. So she didn't completely shit the bed. Well, she did hard enough to fucking piss me off. Well, yeah. So here's the deal, gang. Since we probably won't record ninety nine until next week, guess what I'm gonna do in the week we have? I'm gonna spend that time toiling, doing my research on all these other shows that are like. Is the, huh? What's this one now? And I'm gonna come up with a real ranking, not some fucking idiotic horseshit where it's like, oh, Mystery Inc. is not good because I don't know, I can't do numbers and math, or whatever the fuck this jack off says. <sighs> he sent me that and I was like, are you fucking shitting me? It's weird that they would put. Yeah, it doesn't really make. I was gonna say maybe she's, uh,. Maybe she's like my age and just doesn't get down with the newer stuff. But then she put what, uh, where are you? Or no, what's new up to like number three. Right. So that doesn't make sense. Well, that could be because she grew up with that one. Yeah, could be. So she has that sentimental place for it. That's pretty, pretty likely, pretty likely actually. Right. I mean, I would put what's new that high simply because sentimental attachment that's a good show that's a that's a it's a well animated show too look i can be objective and tell you that there are way better scooby shows than what's new but i love what's new that's not me knocking it that's just me being let's be honest here it's not the greatest scooby show because it's kind of just like the older hanna-barbera stuff it's kind of like that mid-70s scooby shit where it's just like same fucking overly formulaic shit year after year. And this is coming from a dude who I could name like five episodes from that show that I absolutely love. Two of which, you know, I watch every single fucking year. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely adore that show. But objectively, it's not the greatest. So, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, she must not get down with the darkness of uh, Mystery Inc. Apparently. I guess. But that's 
the darkness of that if you put a laugh track on that like is on where are you yeah it would be the same thing because if you take the laugh track out of where are you that shit is dark dude because i think cartoon network or maybe it was wb kids or kids wb for a while they were airing where are you without the laugh track and it totally changes that fucking show oh yeah yeah it's really fucking spooky and haunting Hmm. And I wish they would fucking release that on DVD or Blu-ray because as much as I love Where Are You As Is, oh, it's so much better without the laugh track. And I mean, most things are. Well, yeah. And the Scooby laugh laugh track is especially bad because it's like the same laugh noise every time. It's not even like, they didn't even try to like get a different sample. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's... I wonder how they did those back in the day. I've heard that there was this dude who had a recording device that he, like, all the laugh tracks you heard on TV shows, he did them all. And he took this machine from studio to studio, and, like, he would spend a day um, creating laugh tracks for shows. No shit. I don't know how true that is, and it sounds fucking stupid, but you know how things were back in the day. They did dumb shit like that. Yeah. And, like, he owned the technology, so they couldn't even do it themselves. So, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, what the fuck? (laughs) I did. I read four of them, and I was like, nope, done. Okay, well, I'll I'll see that, and I'll raise you uh, an article that I saw on comicbook.com, and I had to just, I didn't even... I read the first couple sentences and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I'm not reading Is this the Super this. Bomb article? No. Oh, fuck. No, this one was Disney needs to remake the original Star Wars Go fuck trilogy. yourself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't even know. I didn't even read what their reasoning was because I was like, this is a fucking clickbait article. This. Why? Why? Why would you want. Why would you. Why? I mean. I would be down for Disney doing a pass on the original Star Wars movies to, like, maybe put better CG in or fix some of the shittier thing. I know a lot of people are like, don't fucking do that, but fuck off. George did it, so fuck off. I would be okay with that. I mean, I'm not encouraging it. I think what George did needs to stay. And nobody else needs to fuck with it because they weren't there making it like he was. But I would be okay with them doing that. But a full remake? Go suck a dick. Yeah. Hey, be careful. Hey, I don't know who wrote that. Yeah, I know. I don't either because I didn't (laughs) actually read it, which probably makes me like a... uh, Asshole? I don't know what you would call it. Uninformed, but fuck that. I'm going to complain about something without actually reading it. Well, I mean, I just did. I started the show fucking screaming and cussing about something I hadn't read up to that point. Yeah, but you read enough to be pissed off about it. You read two lines and a headline, and you were like, fuck this, so I think we're both on the same level here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw that and was like, fuck. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Everybody was all afraid that Disney was going to try to do that, and now these new sites are like, they should do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember people fucking whining and crying, being like, "Disney better not put fucking uh, 
when you wish upon a star at the top of these movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Who gives a fuck? How is that going to change the quality of the movie? I think the movies are fucking weird with no music at the top. It kind of is. So, give me like a John Williams over-the-top bombastic fucking when you wish upon a star, I'd fucking nut twice. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I got shit to talk about. All right. Well, then let's talk about it. All right. Hey, we know about the next Evil Dead movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's not going to have Bruce Campbell in it. Nope. So. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> kinda i mean the evil dead remake they made i'm interested in seeing it but at the same time it's just like i have no like <gasps> we gotta see this like i did with ash vs evil dead because i'm sorry bruce i know he's like no the universe needs new heroes it needs to continue without ash i'm like fuck that ash is the reason why i give a fuck yeah i could see that so although spoilers ash is in the remake oh is he really yeah, I thought I thought I thought they were said he wasn't. He's not in the movie. I think he's in like an after credit scene. He's just Bruce, and from what I I haven't seen it, so this could all be bullshit. People gave me bad information, but from what I heard, it's like Bruce in an all black room or something. He just he's just standing there alone, puts his hand up to his mouth and goes shh. Mm-mm. So weird. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but okay, that's weird. Uh huh. So I don't know if that remake's supposed to be like a legit remake, new universe, or like, isn't it weird how these same exact events happen, you know, to a new group? I don't know what it's supposed to be, because like I said, I haven't watched it, but. It seems like it almost has to be a new universe, but. But if Bruce is in it, I don't know. But was it just supposed to be a joke? I don't like, know, dude. Like, sh- like sh- don't tell anybody I was actually in this? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, this new Evil Dead movie, it's called Evil Dead Now. They p- picked a director for it. I can't even remember his name, and I'm too lazy to look it up. Um, but it's called Evil Dead Now, and it sounds like it's not going to be the thing that I want, What which what I want would be like a continuation of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Even if you don't have Ash in it, just have Kelly and Pablo and... Yeah. I want to say her name's Brandy, his daughter. Have them searching for him. Even though, like, they'll never find him because he got... Nah, never mind. You need to watch the show. I don't want to spoil it again. But, yeah, he... Some shit went down where he isn't around in the present day anymore. Which is kind of a nod to the original ending of Army of Darkness. So, that's what I would like, is those three, like, teaming up. Even if they're not fighting demons and shit, because, spoilers, they kind of handled that problem at the end of season three of AVED, so. Mm. But yeah, that's what I want. I don't want some other asshole coming in being like, what's an ash? (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. I've been in a real fucking mood lately. I know. You were in a, in a real mood the last time we recorded, too. I know, but that time I had a reason, you fucking backstabber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what did I do? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up real quick, see what this director's name is. I had a rough week, though. 
Yeah. It's going around. Yeah. Oh, God. What is this dude's name? Oh, his name, his name? His name is Lee Cronin. Lee Cronin. Okay. He did a movie called The Hole in the Ground. Mm. Never heard of it. The Hole in My Butt. That's called a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Here's something we can talk about, too, since I'm done with the Evil Dead thing. We'll get into the depressing news in a second. You sent me a thing that basically confirms what you and I have been saying for years about the Star Wars. Do you remember uh, this? Uh, which thing? The headcanon thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was it that was saying there was a headcanon? I forget. It was... It was a Lucasfilm executive. This is from comicbook.com. Written by Patrick Cavanaugh. Matt Martin. He said it in a weird way, too, though. Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing, but it was it's essentially what we've talked about before is like everybody has their own headcanon. Like right. like some you can pick and choose the things that make sense to you, you know. Right. His, his, like you work in EU stuff and I like totally reject all EU mostly for the most part. But yet you accept rebels or not rebels, uh resistance. And, and I never claimed that. Oh, no, you did, because you once said on this very fucking show, all film Star Wars content is canon. Yeah, I know. I know I did. Yeah, you're it's, regretting it's that canon. shit now, I don't have you? to like it, though. So you accept it. Sure. There you go. Hey, man, even in real life, there are there's pieces of shit. So, <laughs> I still in a galaxy far, far away, it can't be all perfect. Well, it can if you make your own. But this dude's fucking, the thing that I said he was kind of shitty about it, he's like, doesn't matter, it's all fake anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, it's true, but also it's almost like a middle finger to Leland Chi who spent, you know, decades of his career, like, that was his job. That's his whole career, his his whole job is keeping all this stuff straight. Right. And this guy's like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. There was another Star Wars thing this week, too, with uh, that insider information that pretty much confirms uh, Ahsoka's part in Mando Season 2. Hang on, let me pull my pants down. Excuse me? Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, it's uh, she's apparently, like we like we thought, she's going to look like uh, she did at the end of Rebels with the <laughs> <hooded> cloak <laughs> and shit. <laughs> And yeah. supposedly it's going to be more than a cameo. Uh, yeah, it's supposedly going to be more than a cameo, and it's going to be like we thought too, testing the waters for her own show. And it's like ah, right, right. Well, I mean, I don't think there's any way that they get her to, to play the part and then be like, nah, we're not going to do it. Right. It seems weird to bring in Rosario and then be like, you know what? Never mind. It's Never no mind. This doesn't work. Right. I mean, they would have to really shit the bed in, if we were to be like, mm, nah. And again, with Dave in charge, I don't see that happening. That's not going to happen. Because but it sounds like it sounds like they they uh, equated it to um, Luke at the end of Last Jedi, where it's like it's going to be her against a bunch of uh, right without the force projection. It's going to be like her right. in living color, being like, "All right, bitches, let's do this." Which is going to be fucking badass. Yeah, and supposedly, like, she's embracing Jedi-hood again or something, because she's, the spoilers, allegedly going to have... Uh, a blue uh, saber. 
Yeah, blue one blue lightsaber, as far as we know. Yeah, which I don't know that that means anything, but yeah. But this fucker claims they have more info that they're not sharing. Hmm. But Hmm. I mean, well, we shall see. But right, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting to know for sure that you know it's really going to happen, and that it's she's going to supposedly. She is gonna fight with a lightsaber and right, and that's what I that's what I thought as soon as as soon as uh, spoilers as soon as uh, Gideon shows up with the dark saber at the end of the first season right, and then they're like oh by the way we cast Rosario Dawson as uh, Ahsoka she's gonna be in season two I was like oh fuck they gonna fight we started hearing rumors when they. Uh... Uh, we're shooting season two that, oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of lightsaber fights. And it's like, really? you didn't say yeah. fighting with lightsaber with a lightsaber. You said lightsaber fights, meaning lightsaber against lightsaber. And then Ahsoka came out. And apparently uh, Giancarlo Esposito did an interview and he was like, dude, we broke like four of these fucking things shooting this show so far. And it's like, what? It's that intense? Which we didn't talk about any of that shit yet. All the fucking rumors about season two of Mando. Apparently fucking Boba Fett's going to be in it. Uh-huh. Which Played by I w- Tim Morrison, which is right. like, whoa, that's fucking awesome. Which I wouldn't be surprised if that's to potentially set up a Boba Fett or Bounty Hunter show. Yeah, I'd be down of with its that. Own. Well, I said that too. I was, well, right. I, we saw that picture of uh, Daniel Logan, the, the, the Boba Fett cosplay club or whatever the fuck gave him his own armor and there was a picture of him in the armor with the helmet off and was like oh why why don't they get him to do a boba fett show like a a bounty hunter show set between you know episode three and four right let him let him fucking fulfill a bit more of that fucking shit he was doing on clone wars yeah or like the next step of that right and just just be uh it could just be an episodic, almost like a police procedural, where this week they're going after this bounty, or this week they're going after this bounty. Right, right. You know? Have, like, just, a bare-bones overarching th- story, but yeah. really lean into the episodic, like, Star Trek, fucking early days of Star Trek. No, we have no major plot, but... Or, like, you know, uh, like, have gun will travel, shit like that, like... Where it's like, Jesus Christ, how far back goes, we gotta go? I'm just saying, that's what I saw it as. Kind of was, you know, bounty hunter comes to town and fucking kills some motherfuckers and moves on to town number two. Uh, you and know, then town a, number three. A good idea or a good basis for it would be something like Burn Notice. Yeah, there you go. Where perfect, perfect. You know, something that actually was in color. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> Or, like, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Just put Bruce Campbell in the fucking thing and let's get on with it. Anyway, he doesn't look like Boba Fett. I'm not saying it's Boba Fett. Just fucking as somebody. Put Bruce okay. in everything, goddammit. Oh, he could be Dengar. And he'd be better than the fucking shit stain that's campaigning for it. Um, this is fact. Uh, but yeah, do something like Burn Notice where, like, it's mostly episodic, but... You know, yeah, every couple of episodes, of a, or at the yeah. end of every episode, they fucking, oh yeah, and then this is happening too. Gotta go, bye. 
Right. That would be fucking tits. That would be pretty cool. Um, but then it also makes me wonder, and I can't believe, I can't, I can't remember if we've read this on a news site or if this is just something we thought of with, or something that you said. In why can't it be both? Right. Why can't it be, uh, well, maybe, but why can't, uh, since they've got him back, does this mean they're going to have Rex in there too? Roger, Roger. Well, that was mm. the speculation is that, uh, because they did say he was going to be playing multiple roles. Mm-hmm. So he might play Rex or he might play somebody else. Some, which is Some like, other clone. All right, give it to me. Yeah. Why ain't it October yet, bitches? Yeah. But, um, yeah, seriously, why can't it be both? Normally we say some shit and then, like, two weeks to a year later, somebody's like, you know, here's a brilliant idea I just thought of on my own for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Not saying they stole it from us, but... Yeah. We're smart. I mean, case in point, headcanon. Yep. Yeah, there's proof now, bitches. We are awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, fuck yeah. Every fucking little piece of shit story, tiny news spoiler that drops about Mando 2, it's like, oh, and I thought the first ones were good. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh. Yeah. I really hope they fucking put out season two or season one on Blu-ray sometime soon. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Disney's going to be doing that. I mean, almost everybody else does it, so you would think they would have to, but... You'd think that would be uh, another easy revenue stream, but... Right, but, you know, Disney's big dick swinging now. They're just like, fuck it. You want it? Come to us. Don't go to some fucking store and get it come to us so which honestly makes more sense to just just pay for disney plus and get all the shit in your face holes right but it's still nice to own it yeah because like i said copy of it like i said before and andy made fun of me when i said it what if the internet goes down and he was like the internet goes down it's like it hasn't it's fucking happened before dude where your service provider fucking craps out for whatever reason you can't fucking watch The Mandalorian on Disney Plus then, can you? Nope, you can't. There's plenty of shit on Disney Plus I wish they'd drop on. Even if it was just DVD, it doesn't even have to be fancy Blu-ray. Like the rest of Gargoyles or the 90s Spider-Man show. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Good they could shit. do a Mando Season 1, and the special features could be that fucking behind-the-scenes thing. Exactly. Give us a couple commentaries, too. Fuck yeah. Which, have you watched that? Disney Gallery, whatever the fuck. I started to watch the first one, and it was kind of a snooze. Really? Kinda. I didn't get very far into it, but I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. To me, it seemed like Favs was just taking his Dinner for Five format to that. It's kinda, yeah. That's kind of what it was. But it was, it was kind of like, yeah, not really that interested in all these guys' backstories of how they got to. I thought it was going to be more like showing behind the scenes stuff. And maybe it does later, but that's that's just as far as I got. I was like, yeah, it, yeah, it does. Back. The first episode is supposed to be all about the directors, and then each episode has a different theme. Gotcha. Okay. There was one of the episodes where Dave uh, apparently was like going deep and telling people like, if you shit on the prequels, you're dumb, and here's why. And he was going through like why Duel of the Fates is so important to the saga. 
and like getting real deep on fucking what most consider to be the worst Star Wars movie, or at least the worst movie of the prequels with episode one being like, this is why this movie is important to the saga as a whole. You said a-hole. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I remember after that one episode came out a few weeks ago, there were articles for three days afterwards being like, Dave Filoni says this, and I guess he's right because he's smart, and he talked to George. And it's like, oh, who'd have fucking thunk it? He is the font of George wisdom. And I forget what it was. I think it w- might have been Mando, where he said, I think on that series, that behind-the-scenes series, he was talking about like, oh, yeah, I talked to George all about it. Oh, yeah, and then he had to kind of backtrack that a little bit. Right. Yeah. Or, no, it was cl- uh, was it, it was Clone Wars, wasn't it? The, uh, he, oh, yeah, said, it might have been that. Where he said he, he was, uh, George was very active in the final season. Or very right. much part of it, or something, and he kind of had to back that up and back it up, and was like, uh, "Well, I, what I meant was, yeah." He kind of backed up and was like, "Well, I mean, I talked to him a little bit, and uh, that's about all." When it's like, "I know what you meant." Yeah, he would get his take on what they were doing, and, and does this make sense, and does this fit, which is fucking smart. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think they said uh, Dave at the time was saying to, "We're all over the place at this point," but anyway. Dave was saying at the time, too, like, appreciate this because this is the last Star Wars that George ever touched. And I was like, why you gotta put it like that? Why gotta make me be all sad and shit? It's true, but, you know, at least he passed everything on to to Dave. I hope he doesn't go anywhere anytime soon. I find it hard to believe he would. No, me too. I think he's, I think he's a lifer now. And if he's not, chain him to a desk. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Put him on lockdown for sure. Right, and sling food out of every couple hours. But, anywho. Um, what else, what else, what else? Oh, Denny O'Neill died. Oh, yeah. We haven't got to that yet. Yeah. That's yep. sad. There's another one I won't get a signature from. He was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. He was so close, too. That's what's so crazy. It's so crazy is he's so close and they never got him at a St. Louis Wizard World or but who knows right. he might have been in, he probably wasn't in the best of health the last couple of years. So Well, I think now he's living like in Jersey or something. I don't think he's living here anymore. Well, he's not living here at all, but Well, not even on this earth, but Yeah, he's not even living on this earth right now. But right. Yeah, the um no, I thought he still lived in Cape Girardeau. Maybe he did, but I thought he lived in. I thought it was. I thought there was like some weird thing where it was he and he and Roy Thomas both lived in Cape Girardeau. I mean, it's possible, but listening to that because Kev re-released uh, the Fat Man on Batman conversation they had, he cut it all together into one mega episode. It was almost three hours long. Mm-hmm. I listened to that over two days, and the way he. They talked. I think he's living sort. He well, he was he at that was time. Was living, yeah. No, it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, yeah. I think at that time he was living somewhere out east coasty. Hmm. I could be wrong though, but that's just the way it sounded to me. Yeah. To my bumpkin ears. Hmm. I said bumpkin, not blumpkin. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's a bummer. I yeah. told this, like I told you, like they're all going to start dropping now. Anybody uh-huh. that's left is going to start dropping. Well, I mean, losing Stan and Steve in the same year—that was kind of like, oh, so somebody pulled the plug, huh? Yeah, we're at we're at this point, are we? Right. But yeah, he was fucking awesome, dude. Because he he really did have a great impact on Batman. Yeah. See, it's weird. Like, I know his name and I know the things that he's worked on and and stuff. But I, he's not somebody that I, he's not somebody that I would know. I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say it exactly. You don't think of him and think of like iconic storylines. Is that what you're? Thinking? I guess so. Yeah. Well, I guess so. See, I think, like, I think he's a great writer. I've, I've read. Um, oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's. No, no, he's I not. know. I'm just saying it's not. I think like, though, I can, his like, biggest I, like, contribution I can think of, was as I, an editor, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was like, right. I, yeah. So it's it's not like he's a bad writer or anything, but I think most of the time when you think of like the great storylines he worked on, you think more of the artist and the writer because he was in charge and he was filtering and feeding the ideas, which is a piece of the puzzle that's not really talked about as much. No, and like it's even not. in that Fat Man on Batman, he's talking to Kev, being like, "Editors don't do like we did back in the day," because. He said, back in the day, what we would do is we would talk to the writers and we'd they'd be like, I've got a problem here. And he's like, all right, well, here's how I would fix it. If you can't figure out a way that's better, do it this way. And the writers would be like, all right. And they'd go off and do it. That's exactly what I was going to say after right. after you after you blew his writing ability and all the stories that he's written and stuff. I was going to say, yeah, but I always thought of him more as the editor. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think that's what his biggest contribution is i mean like he did the hard traveling heroes with right a green lantern and green arrow which yeah i haven't read but like i know beat for beat because it's just iconic it's yeah. in the ether i know the well, fucking speedy's a junkie story mm-hmm. i've read um he wrote a green lantern novel that i read i read his uh batman novelizations i think he did the novelization of Begins and maybe Dark Knight. Really? Right. It could have been Greg Cox that did Dark Knight. I don't remember. Mm. But I know he wrote at least two Batman novels. Right. And And I I read those and loved them. Yeah. And I have his comic writing book. That DC one? Yeah. Right. So, But it's... Yeah. I mean, I guess I... like when I would look up his credits, it seemed like most of the stuff that I would know, and he was the editor on, not the writer. Right. His writing days, I think, were kind of before my time a little bit. Well, like Death in the Family, he was the editor on that. Right. And he took all the blame for that shit, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> they even talked about in those Fat Man on Batmans, like he walked into a bar or some shit with a Batman pin on and. Somebody was like, well, what's this? And he's like, oh, I'm an editor on Batman. The dude's like, hey, this is the guy who killed Robin. Mm. And he goes, they <laughs> chased me out of the fucking bar. So, yeah, he he took a lot of the heat for that because I think like he was doing radio interviews about it and shit, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Sucks. Yeah, it does. Death in the Family is such a good fucking story. 
Oh, it is. I love it. And then I love the the Jim Aparo art. Yeah. I know I know I don't think many people really dig what he did, but I do. That's my that's my favorite like classic Batman artist, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody like everybody's on Neil Adams jock all the time. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and it's like eh. But, you don't hear it put that way often. No, but and yeah, sure, okay. His his was uh, different and broke the mold or whatever. And every but to me, I like Jim Aparo a lot better. Right. Although I think Neil Adams shits on him, but um. Well, I do? don't remember him bringing up his name, so or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Might have been uh, I don't know Carmine Infantino or somebody. I don't know. I've I've heard him shit on other guys drawing Batman. Yeah, I don't know. But. I It was funny listening to that. Because you know how Stan always gets, you know, people on his nuts bitching. Mm-hmm. was like, you don't fucking credit anybody. You're a credit hog. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell that Denny, like, really fucking respected and idolized Stan. Because mm-hmm. he said, um, I was writing a book about, I think, the history of comics or maybe... Uh, Stan or Spider-Man or something, he said uh, he sent the pertinent chapters to Stan because he's like, I'm just fact-checking. He goes, let me know what you think. He said Stan read him. He was like, it's really good. I think it's mostly accurate. He goes, the one problem is you don't credit Steve enough for creating Spider-Man. Denny was like, huh? And he's like, you need to give Steve Ditko more credit. Which is funny because everybody always, like I said, everybody like they always, always says, act like he didn't. Yeah, right. And apparently, Steve too was pissy about it and said Stan never credited him. And it's like, I've never heard Stan not credit him. Yeah. And even Kev says it. He's like, yeah, that's funny because Stan was always we we we, not I I I. Right. And it's fucking true. But yeah. Haters gonna hate, man. Yeah, that sucked when Stan died and everybody started coming out of the woodwork being like, he didn't credit nobody, and it's like, the fuck are you listening to? But yeah, as soon as Denny died, though, I was like, dude, look up and see how much that Nightfall novelization was. (laughs) Yeah. Because I always fucking wanted that because, like I said, I dug his fucking style, I dug his writing based on the few books I've mentioned. And I've never read Nightfall, but I love how back in the day... And I don't know if I don't think they still do it. I think they quit like ten years ago. DC they would take their major fucking storylines, and Marvel has started doing it through Titan books. Oh, um, and, and novelize novelizationizing them. Novelize. Yeah, novelizing <laughs> them. Yeah, um, because Roger Stern. I the first time I read the Death and Return of Superman, it was the Roger Stern novelization of it. It's fucking mind-blowingly good. I know a lot of people like to shit on that storyline, but I fucking loved it. The first time I read uh, No Man's Land, another fucking storyline I love, and I've, through, like, Arkham City and shit, I've played versions of it in games. I just love that fucking storyline so much. First time I read that was, I think, the Greg Rucka novelization for it. And then I went and read the comics and was like, oh, it's so good. So, so you've, yeah. you've never read the Nightfall comics, the, whole, the comic arc? Nope. It's pretty good. It's Jim Aparo also, I think. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Like I said, that's 
there's a lot of really iconic stories like that that I never read, but I know. But, like, I never read them because I could just never fucking find them. And if I could find them, they were always stupid expensive. I'm glad I got my hands on, like, Death in the Family and Killing Joke and Mad Love and shit like that. Because, oh, they're so good. But, yeah, anyway. Denny, dead. Sucks. 81, I think. Yeah, he's older than I thought. I thought he was still only in his 70s. He had a hell of a run and... Again, listening to Fat Man on Batman, he had a hell of a life because he was apparently like fucking either. A, I know he was a drunk, but I think he might have been junked up at one point, too. That's fucked up. To yeah. Think about that. It's fucked up to think that somebody could do all that fucking damage to themselves and live to 81. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I probably won't make it to 60. Yeah, no shit. Fucking, I'll be lucky to make it past 40. Fuck. <laughs> nah, it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, Trust no me. Shit. No, knowing my luck, I'll live to be like 104. You'll be like Pike in his little wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> Drool cup beep, stupid and whatnot. Beep. Yeah. You have to fucking communicate in beeping lights, flashing <laughs> lights. And, you know, speaking of that, I need to go back and rewatch that episode of Futurama because I bet it's like fucking 20% funnier now. Oh, yeah. I know you don't like um, South Park. but can't stand it. One of the first couple seasons, there was a fucking pretty hilarious joke, a Pike joke. Yeah, they uh, they would they flashed back to like them uh, in kindergarten, I think. Somehow they were playing this game where they would set something on. They were playing fireman, so they would set shit on fire and then piss it out, <laughs> like they were a fireman. Um. Okay. And anyway, they they like caught the school on fire or something, and they burned up their teacher, and then. Then they flash forward, and the the teacher is like in one of those little fucking scoot around things, like Pike's in. And <laughs> she looks like Pike, and she's like the lights are beeping when she's yes no yes no, you know. That's fucked up. It was really <laughs> fucked up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, her, no. face is, her face is all burned up, and she's like slack jawed, mouth oh. open, like. That's oh. dark. Yeah. But I should, I should rewatch that episode of Futurama, where, which it kind of, there was an episode of Firefly sort of like that, if I recall, right? Where, like, they get boarded by the Alliance, or, I forget. I just rewatched it, too. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I don't, but, even, I don't even know what you're, I don't even know where you're going. I don't know either. Futurama. Oh, okay. Oh, there was an episode of Futurama where they got caught by um, Zap Brannigan and shit, and there was Mm. some kind of trial, and they were put in this thing where, like, as soon as they were put into it, they kind of, their face went slack, and they were like, Mm -hmm. and they had to do the beep thing, and then they had to open it up, and they'd be like, oh, man, that was weird. What happened? Mm. (laughs) You don't remember that episode? A Futurama? No. Yeah. Weren't you a big I, fan of Futurama? Not real big. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Lots of things. <laughs> All right. Anywho, that's that's low on the list of things that are wrong with me. I'm not so sure though. Yeah. Futurama was awesome. Speaking of speaking of Pike, do you want to segue into um, that, or you got something else? No, not really. I just wanted to say. Um, and I know this because I just cut the episode. We'll get into Pike in a second. For some reason, this was, this was on my mind. Talking about uh, movies and TV shows and shit. It's, 
I just realized it's kind of depressing that the last movie I'll see for a while is going to be the IJ movie. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, I know it's weird and random. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's weird and random, but I was thinking about that earlier because I cut that episode Mm -hmm. for Patreon. Yeah, it's weird. That is it is weird to. I think the last what was the last one we saw Sonic. Yeah, was the last movie last movie we saw. Yeah. That's crazy. I know, complete non sequitur, but it's been on my mind all fucking day. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe the last fucking movie I'm going to see theatrical, theatrically f- for a while is going to be the fucking IJ movie. Mm-hmm. I should have aimed higher. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't dig it? I wasn't terrible. Like, the scripted yeah. parts sucked ass, kind of, but... Mm, that's not too surprising. No, it's not. Uh, but th- the challenges and shit were pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, what happened with Pike? Uh. <laughs> I non sequitured back into a sequitur. Oh, I see. No, I just meant. Do you want to get into like Brave New Worlds? Uh, no, but I'll get into Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> well, tell us about Strange New Worlds, fucko. <laughs> uh, don't, make, don't make it awkward. Well, I don't know anything about Strange New Worlds. They don't even have a trailer yet. <laughs> you don't even know the fucking title of the cocksucker. I know, obviously. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, you know more about it than me. You've actually seen the fucking episodes where they introduced the fox. Yeah, well... That's why I don't know much about the show or even what it's called because I've intentionally tried to stay away from anything re- related to that until I got through season two of Discovery. Oh, look at you. You did exactly what I said. You fucking got through the entire show before I finished season one. You're right. You and, you called it. And I, I started were... two weeks before you. I know. See what happens when my wife's behind me? Wait, that doesn't sound... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You better not cut that, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what happens when when my wife has a show she wants to watch with me? See, I thought... That I also gonna... want to watch? We, we actually watch it? Yeah, no shit. When somebody else in the house wants to watch it, it's like, oh yeah, let's get through it in a night. And it's like, wait, but fuck, okay. Yeah, otherwise I have to watch it in the bathroom by myself. Oh, we know. It took you fucking a month to watch Civil War. Yeah, I know. Such such is my life, but luckily she digs Star Trek, so... Which still is shocking to me. Yeah. So somewhat shocking to me, too, but... Because you really painted a picture of her being like, oh, God. Yeah. Or maybe you, you painted a picture of apathetic... Of an apathetic attitude, and I turned that into her being like... Yeah, it's more apathetic. Yeah, I guess I just turned that into... It's more like, well, if you want to, I'll watch it with you. Right. But Star Trek's like, when can we watch the next one? Right, right. I I think just for comedic effect, and it's... I turned it into, like, why? Why do I allow you to live? Yeah. Although she was like that with uh, Mandalorian, too. What? When can we watch the next one? Like, she was all up on that one, yeah. She was like that with X-Files, too. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Which, um, real quick, speaking of X-Files, 
Um, through Kevin J. Anderson's site, I don't know if you give a fuck about this or not, you can get all three of his X-Files novels that he wrote for mm-hmm. 10 bucks. Ooh. Paperback. Hmm. That's not fucking bad. Interesting. Right. I have to check that out. But anywho. Yeah, it's weird the things that she latches onto that I like. Right. So, I think she likes the the serialized nature of just TV shows in general. Uh, yeah, they do make for good. Uh, like, like she she digs those like more than the movies. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's what I mean. They make for. Uh, it's not. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Like they make for good appointment viewing. Because a movie, it's like one and done, and then two years from now, it's like, oh, yeah, you want to do that again? Right. But a a TV show, even if it's only like eight episodes like Mando or something, it's still like, hey, what are you doing next week? Yeah. Yeah, because we burned through Picard real fast, too. You did, yeah. Pretty fast, anyway. Um, Yeah, it was only like two, three weeks, because you waited for it to all drop, didn't you? Uh, Well, we didn't. We didn't even start. We didn't even get CBS All Access until uh, Corona came, and they were like, "Hey, you guys, you can have an extra month for free if you sign up." And right. I was like, oh, all right. Well, we'll do that. Right. But no, it, it had all dropped already, I believe. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. Yeah, but that it wasn't it by design. Easier. Yeah, it wasn't by design. I just, I was resisting the, uh, the call to CBS. Right. And then I was like, "Oh fuck it, we'll get the trial and we'll watch Picard and we'll be done." And we did that, and it was like, oh, shit, look at all this other shit that's on here. <laughs> and then it was like, because, dude, they got all kinds of movies and shit on there, too. Oh, yeah. there's. I, I think they've like, got it all, uh, if not all, but a good chunk of the Nickelodeon shit on there, too. Yeah, they got a ton of the Nickelodeon shit. I was like, what the fuck? We're going to end up having to keep this channel. That, and, one, uh, it, that one reminds me, it seems like the only, and I know it came before uh Disney Plus, but that one is the only one that seems like a viable competitor to Disney Plus to me because they have Paramount has so much fucking content for adults, for kids, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Same as Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And so well yeah, and then we were like we're like, oh well now we should maybe we should watch that other Star Trek show that looked really weird when it came out a couple of years ago and Right. I was like, maybe we should just go ahead and watch that, too. So we did, and that's how we got into Discovery. And it was like, holy shit, this show's really good. This is even better than Picard. Yeah. I mean, I've watched six episodes, and so far, I've really fucking dug it. Yeah, it's really good. It's really well done. It's mm-hmm. there, there are parts that kind of strain credibility, but otherwise, like some of the science shit is kind of like, mm, I don't know about that. Or it's just so far out there that it's like, okay, if you say so. Which is kind of how all Star Trek has kind of gradually gotten more and more like that. Right. Like, the original series wasn't really so much like that, but Next Generation was. They'd always come up with some fucking crazy scientific, like, oh, you know, yeah, and if we have this and they'll MacGyver some shit together, like, oh, if we have a fucking deuterium or whatever the fuck in the fucking dilithium crystal we can make a fucking i don't know what you know (laughs) right yeah but they do that to like the nth degree in the second season of this well dude to to the point where to the point to the point where it's like oh did 
did you really did they really just do that in like an hour <laughs> well keep in mind dude it is the future i know it's the future but still you can't judge future science on now science i know fuck it it's all fake anyway <laughs> but, i think we got a title fuck it it's all fake anyway <laughs> but no I, I really liked it i liked i think we talked about the season one how that wrapped up right kind of uh, I, I tried yeah. i tried i tried not to spoil stuff for you but right you know some stuff but not everything uh clearly given our text conversation i know a lot more about season two <laughs> apparently yeah apparently you know the whole deal uh-huh but uh yeah like things I, I don't know what they're gonna do in season three because so far they've already done spoilers if you haven't seen either season so far they've already done mirror universe and time travel like big bad time travel like yeah to the point of like i'm not sure i believe this but but then at the same time they like there were a couple parts where it was like dude this can't be you know this doesn't make any sense and then then they would make it make sense later i was like oh okay they can't really do this can they <laughs> yeah but yeah it was really good and uh like anson mount is really good as pike and dude. the spock dude spock dude was pretty good too but like i told you the the beard kind of makes him look hoboish yeah but then by the by the end they show him with no beard and it's like oh okay he looks a lot more like spock except that he has a henry cavill butt chin it's kind of distracting but okay well we're gonna have a sit-in silent Strong. partner i was supposed to get in this chair did you say silent yeah he's supposed to be silent <laughs> you lied you're not it's what? fucked up Here. that you it's fucked up that you said we're gonna have a sit-in and i immediately I thought you're all were gonna start fucking passing around a protest well, yeah. yeah, I was going to say passing around a doobie, having a drum circle. Anyway, Henry Cavill butt chin. Yeah, so he's got, he's got like a, yeah, Henry Cavill butt chin. So that's going to that's, that's gonna be a little bit distracting because <laughs> Nimoy definitely does not have one of those. No. I think fucking Anson Mount is awesome, dude. We talked about that last week, our last episode. Yeah. Hey, do you uh, know who else has a butt chin? You? No. Peter Griffin. He, nah, he doesn't have a butt chin. <laughs> um, no, Anson Mount does a great job. Like I said, there's some there's some flash forward type stuff and uh Yeah, I wanna know what the fuck that is. Well, he does a fucking amazing job selling it, I think. And you get to see things that are gonna happen in his future and it, on the one hand it's kind of um not cliche, but kind of like formulaic in a way. Right. It gives more context or mm, kind of kind of weight, more I guess more context to like what's going to happen in the future. There's more to to his future and the fact that well, I'm not I, I'm just not going to I don't want to spoil anything since you don't Wow. Since you don't know exactly, I want you to see it. Yeah, I want to see it too, but fucking three years from now, I'll forget everything you tell me, probably. All right, fine. So, spoilers for anybody who doesn't want to be spoiled. There's something they have to get in order to solve this time problem. Butt plug. Uh, close. Time crystal. <laughs> Which is one of the things that was kind of like, really, a time crystal? Time. Yeah, but, so anyway... They have to get that from this 
uh, we'll call it a place that's guarded by these people. And is it like a world between worlds? Mm, I mean, not really, but kind of, sort of, a little bit. Ooh. But in order to to take the the crystal, if you touch the crystal, it will show you your future. Oh. And then if you if you leave with the crystal, your fate is done. You can't. If you touch it, it gives you visions of your future. Okay. And if you leave this place with it. They, the the keepers or whatever said that then the the vision that you saw is what's going to happen. It's not a possible future. It's it's what's going to happen. Oh, so if you take the crystal from the place, it's set in stone. Yep. Oh. So he has no choice but to take it. So he knows that there's going to come a time when this is going to have to happen to him. So he knows he's going to get all drool cup stupid and shit. Yep. Oh, that's fucked up. I know. It makes it so much worse. Right. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of that theme in the in the last in the last few episodes of like accepting your destiny and accepting right. your fate. Exactly. I yeah. wonder if they're gonna use any of that to play into Strange New Worlds. Yeah, like how? How would you think they were gonna uh, like even if like they have introspective moments with him like in his quarters or ready room being like yep gonna be drool cup stupid one day Mm, maybe because they kind of do that a couple times by by the end of the series by the the, this season right i mean that comes up a couple times okay oh and strange new worlds is supposed to be more episodic and like the original series and less like you know the later seasons of ds9 so that's but yeah like i told you i saw the I've seen the Enterprise bridge yeah. and some of the hallways even, but uh, the bridge is gorgeous. Is it? It looks just like, in my opinion, it looks just like the TOS bridge, only not made out of wood. Not made out of like fucking spit and cardboard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, not made out of cardboard and like printed out pictures of the galaxy. <laughs> it actually has like, you know, animated screens and... You know, right. everything's shiny, you know, it's not just like, you know, like painted particle board. Well, you said like that little microscope thingy that Spock was always looking into in TOS, that's there too. And I was like, oh, really? Yep. Yep. I think their, their uniforms are pretty slick too. The, the TOS colored, you know, uh, jackets or whatever. Right. But they look really thick and uh, hot. Like they look, they look like they would be really uncomfortable to wear. They, from what I've seen of them, they look more militaristic. What? Mm, a little bit. I mean, they're the the cut is a little more. Yeah, I guess militaristic. It kind of looks like, kind of looks like a later, next generation. You know, they had like the shirt over the or the jacket, like the zip up right thing over the turtleneck with the colors. You know. Kind of uh, looks, kind of looks like that. Only a solid color instead of gray. Are you talking like a um, insurrection era? Yeah, kind of one of those, or like a DS Nine. Like they're kind of the same. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of a little bit, but just solid color instead of the black and gray. Right. Right. Hmm. Yeah, like the cut of it looks more militaristic, and like the shoulders and shit of it too. Yeah, because the shoulders it, are pointy. It doesn't just look like a fucking off-the-rack shirt, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it's definitely designed. Not. Yeah, and it's definitely a heavier material. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah. fucking pumped for whenever it starts. And it's like it's kind of it's almost shocking when when they first meet up with the Enterprise. It's like the first first episode. Oh, <laughs> after you've been a whole season with the Discovery's uniforms that are so kind of dull, right. you know, because they're just the one color with just like the little piping that's a different color. And they walk into the the, the Enterprise people walk on and it's like, blam, color like so bright. Yeah. And the outside of the Enterprise looks pretty badass too. I did notice that there's one part of the Enterprise that's kind of not, um, it's kind of a little bit off model, I think. Okay. And that's on the nacelles. There's like some fins or something on it that look kind of weird. Okay. Um, but other than that, it looks pretty damn close to... I think that's what people like Matt were pointing out when they were talking about like it looking slightly different. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's being slightly... Being pissy that that's the version of the Enterprise that they use at Starfleet headquarters in Picard. Oh, well, I mean, it's probably the first version of the Enterprise. Right. Well, no, I guess that wouldn't be true necessarily because the the version of the Enterprise that's in the in the cage okay. is different than the original series, the one that they used the rest of the original is series. It? Yeah, a little bit different. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me look it up. Pretty sure it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of mostly the same, but it's a little bit well, see, the difference for me, too, could be that I watched the... Uh, oh, you watched the... the Special editions. One. Yeah, right. yeah. Let's see, TOS. I'm Enterprise. scared to watch the original versions. They're really not that terrible. I mean, I know the content and everything is the same. It's just the less spiffy graphics and shit are what worry me. There you go. Let's see, closer look. You ever look at, like, the Enterprise C and shit? Was that, that was the one from Generations? Or no, that was the B. Yeah. No, the one between uh, oh, generations. Yeah, it's, like, it's really like kind of stubby. Yeah, it it's stubby? fucking weird. It's like the it's like the D only it's smushed shorter or something. Yeah, I think they show it in an episode of TNG too. Yeah, I think so too. Let's see the original Enterprise, somewhat different in the cage. It was updated again for the sissy. They put tits and truck nuts on it. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> comparing originals to Discovery's Enterprise. They oh, got this, this article is actually comparing it. They got rid of the tits and truck nuts because it caused too much drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, see, like the in Trek, they don't call them truck nuts; they call them trek nuts. <laughs> trek nuts. <laughs> oh shit! That they actually do have fins on that. Yeah, that's not as off model as I thought. Hmm. I guess they're not as different. I mean, they're slightly different. They're, I guess they're not as different as I thought. For some reason, I was thinking the the struts for the nacelles were like skinnier, and, and then the nacelles themselves were kind of skinnier. I thought in what Discovery or the Cage? In the Cage. Okay, didn't you say on Discovery the the struts for them were kind of split or something? Well, I thought that's what they looked like, but I don't think that's true. I think I'm wrong. I mean, I think that was my first impression but well i it, it's they've definitely got like a line a line down the center like right. almost like a lit up line so maybe that's what i was seeing but yeah i guess it's just i guess it's kind of like mar oh no there's a def no there's a gap in between there is there's a gap it's not um between the nuts or 
Yeah, between the nuts. <laughs> no, on the on the Discovery's Enterprise, on the the struts that go up to the nacelles, there is. I like think a, you just inceptioned yourself on the Discovery's Enterprise. <laughs> My brain about exploded. It's like, well, I've been awake for a long time, and he's over here on the Discovery's Enterprise in the cells struts. Like, hi. <laughs> here, I'll send you this article. You can peruse at your leisure. Okay. But uh, it, yeah, it's. I mean, I don't see how people are complaining that much. I mean, it's there's about as there's about as much difference between this Enterprise as there is between the TOS Enterprise and the Motion Picture Enterprise. I think his, I think Matt's main complaint though, is that it feels like to him they're trying to say that Kirk isn't the most famous captain of the Enterprise. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't get that feeling. I think. I, I think if anything, if, I think if anything, they're trying to make it like every captain of the Enterprise is famous. Not not like, well, there was this fucking Christopher Pike dude, and he was a dud. So then we so then we brought in Kirk. They're showing you that they're showing you that the original captain of the Enterprise was also a fucking badass. Right, but I well, he's not even the original captain of the Enterprise, though. Oh, he's not. No, because there's that a Robert, I think, April or whatever. Oh. I think he was in an episode of uh, the animated series. Okay. But he is, canonically, I think he is the first captain of the Enterprise because they do show a video screen in somewhere in Discovery where they show his name. Oh, okay. I but think. I could be wrong, is, but I think. Hmm. Okay. Well, works for me. That works. But, yeah. but in, in any case, that's that's what I think they're doing. I mean, that that feels like more like what they're doing is yeah, I, sho- showing I, that it's like you have to be pretty special right, to, to, get to, be, to be given the Enterprise. The Enterprise, and they make that clear that the Enterprise is, the like, the Discovery is a badass ship and unique and can do some crazy shit. Right. But they, but they make it clear that the Enterprise is the most important ship in the... It's... Always has been the flagship of the fleet, yeah. Right. It's it is the crown jewel. Like it is it is the newest. It is the the most uh I don't know, like this discovery I think is the most advanced. It is, yeah. But it but it's also secret. Right. As far as the main f- fleet or whatever, the, the enterprise is the is it's always got the newest upgrades, it's always got the newest it's got the newest everything. They have the fucking uniforms, the new uniforms before anybody else in Starfleet. Right. So that is their number one ship, and there's a reason why you don't see it in the first season. So yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think they're I think they're making the point that you know. Well, I think I think the problem though is that fans in our mm-hmm. world, in the real world, Kirk is the most famous captain of the Enterprise, and I think fans try to bleed that over and say that even in the Star Trek universe he is, mm. which I don't know if he is or isn't. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why it matters. I mean, I think it only matters because nerds. I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see how it matters. Like, the, sh- the show is not about the ship, really. It's no. It's about the people on the ship. So... Right, I'm, right. You're and gonna that, tell that's me, just you're gonna conjecture tell me- on my part. What? You're gonna tell me that everybody else was just completely pedestrian who was the captain of this ship? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, that's just conjecture on my part. I don't know what Matt's beef is specifically, but yeah, I mean, Kirk wasn't even captain of the ship for that long. Uh, Honestly, when you look at it, 
I mean, he was what? They had a five-year mission. Five-year mission. I think it, they went over it a little while, and then uh, he became an admiral. And then became admiral. And then it's done. And then every time he was the captain, it's because he inserted himself back into it. They gave that ship to other people. Right. You know what I mean? And so so the motion picture, they, they'd given it to Deckard, and then, uh, then Kirk took it over. And then he got dead, so then Kirk kept it in Wrath of Khan. And then... Search for Spock. Search for, search for Spock. Yeah, search for Spock. They stole it. It was not his ship anymore. They went and stole it. Right. And then they blew it the fuck up. And then four, there was no Enterprise. Mm-hmm. At the end of four, at the end of four, they somehow gave him a new Enterprise. Well, that's because he saved. Now, see, this is where you're talking my language because I love that fucking movie, so I could school yeah. you on that. Because they went back in time, got the whales, and saved the Earth. Right. They were still in trouble for stealing and blowing up the Enterprise, but they were like, all right, fucker, we'll fix you. You're demoted from Admiral. Oh, that's right. We're they demoted make you a captain them and made again. him a captain. Okay. And by making yeah, you a so captain, then, we're going to give you what you keep fucking desperately wanting because you won't fucking quit taking the goddamn thing. Here's another Enterprise. Leave us the fuck alone, asshole. Right. And he's right. like, and, okay. <laughs> right. And so then he's captain of the Enterprise in five and he's captain in six, I guess. And then, they made a fifth movie? Uh, oh, you're right. So, the sixth movie, he was captain of the sixth movie. I don't know what happened to the fifth movie. But yeah, I always thought it was weird that they skipped five. I know, they just skipped that number entirely. It's weird. It's like the buildings that don't have a 13th floor. Right, 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 right. Hmm. And it sucks yeah. that most of the cast is dead, because I really wish they'd go back and make a fifth movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, they didn't. Move on. Oh, well. Um. So then, so then, then how long is he captain after six? Not probably not very long before he's uh, an admiral again, or before he just retires. Well, he retired an admiral again. Remember, I would guess you could look at the time. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure it's out I, there somewhere. Yeah, I, I think in the movies they give the dates. Yeah, but I, but I mean, I don't. It doesn't feel like he was when you when you think about it. It doesn't seem like he was the captain for all that long. No, it's not like... See, he wasn't he wasn't the captain for 40 fucking years or something. Right. It's only 100 years between the TOS and Next Generation, right, roughly? Uh, it's 80. 80 years. So, And there's two other Enterprises in between. Right. So what do you say? The Enterprise lasts about 10 or 20 years, and then they swap it out, maybe? Uh, well, the Enterprise D lasted seven years because... Um, oh, Picard- right, because they blow... Yeah, they in the they pilot, it. it's like I think the maiden voyage. Yeah, so seven years, and I think that's like canonical. It lasted seven years. It was the seven years of the show, and then it went kablooey in generations. Yeah, so I mean, you know, in between that eighty years, they had to go through the the Enterprise, the Enterprise B, and the Enterprise C to get to the right to the next generation. So there were three Enterprises in those eighty years before. So yeah, so they couldn't have been captain for that long. Right. I can almost guarantee you they didn't let him have the B. Well, I mean, they didn't. They definitely didn't, because that was in Generations. Yeah, no, that was uh, Homeboy from Ferris Bueller. Right. Alan Ruck. Yeah, him too. Yeah. And, you know, it's fucking weird now to, uh, like, I told you I watched those two episodes of Voyager. It's so yeah. fucking weird to see the uh, Tuvok or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fucking Vulcan from Voyager. It. Tim mm-hmm. Russ, 
It's so fucking weird that if you pay attention, you can see him on the br- uh, on the bridge crew of the Enterprise B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's fucked up. I think isn't it isn't it Undiscovered Country where uh, Christian Slater is on the bridge crew? Uh, it's possible. I think he's in. I think he's in six. It sounds about right. I think. Uh, Kim Cattrall and Christian Slater, I think, are in that uh, movie. Homeboy who played Dum Dum Dugan in the MCU, he's in one of the TNG movies, and so is uh, Adam Scott. It's fucked up how many people who went on to like huge roles or became like well-known character actors and shit are in those movies. Because there's a fucking lot, dude. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, looks good. I'm. I'm excited for uh, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. I think it's going to be here. fucking... I think it's going to be dope. Now you're going to have to convince your lady to watch The Orville. Yeah. Because that's like classic TNG. Yeah. With, uh, you know, a lot of jokes. But still, fucking jokes or not, that is fucking awesome, dude. It's great fucking sci-fi, The Orville. I need to fucking start looking that up and watch Price watching that again. Mm-hmm. There's too much good fucking sci-fi out there, man. Yeah. Because I keep watching uh, TNG and Enterprise, but whew, price keeps going up on those. The Orville isn't on Blu-ray, so that should be easier to get a hold of. Yeah, it's crazy how much those prices fluctuate on Amazon. Fucking A, right? I think that's about it, isn't it? I think so. That's about all I've got on Star Trek, anyway. Right. Well, I don't... Oh, I did... I will tell you this. I did get that Enterprise novel... The Discovery Enterprise novel. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't Enterprise start reading War? It yet. Yeah, I got it, and Amazon fucked it all up in delivery. Oh, it's damaged? Yeah. The cover's all bent up. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know how. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck is up with Amazon and what, they, what are they thinking half the time. They used to pack shit really good. Yeah. And now it's like that, that Art of Rebels book it came like the same way as this book, and, and that is like they used to pack shit really good like the books i never used to get damaged books ever right and recent recently i've been getting them a lot like at the very least like one of the corners will be fucking crushed or like kind of bent you know well that uh star wars most wanted we talked about that you got me a copy of it Mm -hmm. that came it was just thrown in a fucking box yeah that's how the art of rebels book was it was i I can't remember. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure that this one. They were both the last two books that I got were both in just a fucking paper mailer, like a mm-hmm. mailing envelope, like with barely any padding at all. Right. And it's like, well, are you fucking high? What the? And then it looks like a fucking truck ran over it. You know. Well, the back of this most wanted the copy I have. The back of it scratched a little bit. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember, too, like, the first few things you got me from Amazon, yeah, they came in a box with bubbles. Yeah, like, bubble wrap all around it. And right. Yeah, and now they just, like, throw it raw, like, bareback into this fucking box. They raw dog like, it into a box. Yeah, they raw dog it into a box. <laughs> and then, uh... That's a good title, too, raw dog it <laughs> into a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm fucking really irritated. Right. By the way, they've handled my books the last couple times especially if you're like an ocd freak nerd like us where it's like don't damage the pages and don't crease my spine or at least let me fucking do it uh most of my books you can't even tell they've been read no i know me too but i'm like if if it's gonna get fucked up then at least let me do it right don't send it to me fucked up right 
Like, it should at least look new by th- when I get it. Well, like I said, I've told you before, Angie and I, if we go to Barnes & Noble, she gives me shit because, like, if a book is dinged or damaged, I don't care how much I want it. I don't get it. Nope. And she's like, what's the big fucking deal? And it's like, I want my shit to last. And if it's already fucking damaged before I even get it, that's starting on the road to wear and tear before I even get the fucking chance to be like, oh, look, it's this book I got. Oh, fuck, I dropped it. Let's try that yeah. again. I got this book. That I, oh, fuck, I dropped it again. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I've showed her these books that you've gotten me at cons or, like, the ones I got at CaveCon and shit. And it's like, look at this. These fuckers took care of it. That's why some other asshole could sell it fucking 50 years after it was printed. And she's like, I guess, I just don't understand it. And it's like, clearly! <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's messed up that, like, you can, like, I've bought $30 or 30-year-old books off of, paperback books off of eBay that look better than a brand new book that got shipped by Amazon. Yeah. How is that book so far? I haven't started it. I, oh. I just got it recently. I, I, I didn't want to start it until after we were done with That's, season two. Yeah. Because I, I know it says it's, it's takes place like i guess during season one so you wouldn't think there would be any spoilers for season two in it but i didn't want to take the chance right no i i would do the same thing i would fucking finish the show and then read it and try to fit it into the canon yeah so now that i'm done i'll i'll go back and read it but here's the fucking awesome thing about all star trek books unlike with star wars they flat out tell you none of this shit matters yeah Unless it's fuck on it. screen, it doesn't matter. This yeah, book, fuck it, it's we will all fake. S- right. They'll say, like, right now this book matters, but if two years from now we want to do something that 100% contradicts every word of this, we're gonna. Because all we care about is keeping what's on screen in line with what else is on screen. That's it. And it's like, you know what? I can fucking respect that. So, Yeah. I can't wait for you to read that though, because I want to know what you think. I want I want you and the lady to watch those short treks too, because I want to know. What That's what I told those. her. We need to. Oh, you watch the short treks, right? No, I haven't. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. No. Because there was something really fucking bizarre happened. Okay, we started watching. Um, uh, was it the first part? I think it was the first part of the two-part finale. Mm-hmm. And you know how they always have the last time on, or so far this season on Discovery or wherever the fuck. They give you the... Recap, the, yeah. Re, the, the, like the recap of all the pertinent things that you're going to need to know for this episode. Yeah. There was something to ha- There was something involving Tilly and some weird looking alien girl who turned out to be the queen of some planet. Okay. And I'm like, wait, when the fuck did that happen? So like, so I was like, did we skip an episode? And so I went back and I was like, I think we we watched all these. What, where the fuck did this happen? Where did this girl come from? So, but then she was in that episode and they were referencing the last time they met and all this stuff that went on. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that. Right. So then I was like, I wonder if that was in a short track or something. I think, yeah. Okay. From what I've heard, most of those short treks are uh, uh, tie-in to TOS, though. Okay, we'll definitely have to watch them. But it was just weird. I was like, I was so disoriented. I was like, who the f- what? 
what happened? That's the thing. I almost looked up like a timeline or whatever so you could watch them all in order. Mm-hmm. So you would... Oh the, oh, the short tracks? Right. Because I know there are some that take place like within Disco because there's one about uh, with Harry Mudd. Okay. That I think Rain Wilson directed himself. He wrote and directed it. Um, that gives you more of his story and history and shit. Um, but I think one of those animated ones, like that one with that yellow bug or whatever, I think that one takes place around TOS. But I read something the other day that said, the you know, the majority of these take place around TOS, and they kind of enhance that era of the world, but they're still great. And it's like, wait, what? That's weird. Mm, that is weird. I think I read it because the, they all just came out on Blu-ray. And I think I read a review of it. And apparently the uh, Children of Mars, the Picard one, apparently it's not on there, and the speculation is that they're saving it for the Picard uh, Blu-ray, and it's like, good, they should. Oh, yeah, they should. That's smart. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I know we need to start wrapping up, but here's something funny. Did you know that Picard was originally pitched as a short trek? What? How would they do that in a short trek? Was it just supposed to? Sh- was it just going to show him in retirement? Uh, it was just supposed to be like a one-off with Patrick Stewart, and then they were like, "Well, let's do something bigger." Hmm. And that's when they developed the entire idea for Picard. But yeah, I think it was supposed to just be "Where is he now?" type of thing, fifteen twenty minutes, because they're all real short. They're just short films. Well, yeah, it's right there in the name. But yeah, they're all just little quick hits like that, and I think that's what it was supposed to be originally, is like, let's just check in with Picard, and Patrick Stewart was like, well, why don't we do something more? And they were like, oh, okay. If I remember right, that's how it went down. I'm glad it went that way. And now everybody's trying to fucking throw their hat in the ring to get into season two of Picard. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of people are like, we need more TNG ties, and I think... Like, before, everybody was like, well, you want it to stand on its own, don't you? Mm. Oh! Uh, something we didn't talk about with Strange New Worlds. Apparently, Jeffrey Coombs or Combs or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, fans are trying to get him to play that doctor that was in the cage. And he's like, look, I'm not campaigning for shit, but if they ask me, I'm doing it. Hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, you mean the original doctor on the... Right, that doctor that was more like a fucking bartender therapist. Oh shit, I don't even remember that. You don't remember the original doctor? No. Uh. Well, anyway, yeah, they're trying to get. I have to watch it. I tried. Did you know that's not on? That's not on Disney or on a CBS All Access. The cage isn't. Yeah. Really. I don't think so. It's not. It's not listed. I don't think it's listed with the TOS series. Um, here, let, I'm going to try and pull it up real quick and I'll tell you. Where the fuck is TOS? DS9, animated series. No, I don't know. I guess it's not. That's fucked up. Isn't that weird? That's really fucking weird, dude. Anywho, yeah. Yeah, season one, episode one, the man trap. Nope. Ooh, ooh, hang on, we might have a new patron. Oh, oh, please say yes. Please say yes. 
Woohoo! We got a new Patreon patron. No way. Fucking A. Wow. Breaking news. Breaking news. Like actual good breaking news this time. Yeah. Look at that. That fucking, that's awesome. We started off pissy and we're ending on a high note. Yep. Um, and, you know, let's shift into our wrap up now. Okay. Since we were so vague on what the shout out would be uh, for being a patron, uh, weekly now I've been given, I've been just follow Friday and those folks. Oh, okay. Because it's like, we were vague enough that we can really do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> oh, and for the record, everybody, Peter Griffin does not have an, a butt chin. He has balls on his chin. Yeah, I could see that. They've made jokes about it on Family Guy. Yeah, somebody was like, his chin looks... Oh, it was in one of the FCC episodes. One of the dudes from the FCC was like, his chin looks like balls. You want me to cover that too? <laughs> and then there was another one where Peter was like, how did these get up here? And put him down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes, it is. Anywho, our Patreon shoutouts in order. Uh, go to at GGAMK30, the person I torture in Nerd Boot Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think a new episode of that's going out soon. As well as uh, last week, I think um, Doom Does the Rona again uh, dropped on our off yeah. week from the main show. Oh, yeah. Um, at Spider Scooby. At Steve Boost. At AC Feral 1976. At S Morgan 21. Smorgan. Mm-hmm. And, okay, now I'm going to fuck this up, dude, but if you've listened to any of our episodes, you should expect this. At Josh Marich, 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 M-A-R-I-C-H, Marich, I don't fucking know. Merrick. Oh, that, there is another option in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm going to fuck up. Um, and a future guest on uh, Doom Does at Midnight Smoke One, old Smokey. Yeah. And then fresh, hot off the presses, our newest Patreon patron is at Corny Jenkins. Oh, shit. Y'all remember Mike gave me a joke corner joke once. Yeah, at Corny Jenkins. He's one of those awesome people that you don't see on the tweets much anymore. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks. It makes it seem like we're not too crazy. Um, No, no. I, th- I think I'm still pretty we're fucking not, I mean, crazy. We're not, com- we're not completely pissing in the wind. Okay, now that makes more sense. But yeah, you can't say that's not a sign we're crazy because come on, look who you're talking to. I've, Dude, I had a fucking hissy fit at the beginning because somebody said something stupid about Scooby. Clearly, I'm crazy. And I mean, really not just about, not, not, not just Scooby, but like in particular, Mr. Inc. 
the show. Yeah. I don't think he would have been nearly. I don't think he would have gave a fuck if they. If she would have put that at the bottom. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I think the rest of that bottom half of that list is probably forgivable, but I think that's the one that really pissed you off. Well, fucking 13 Ghosts lit the fuse, and then that made me go kablooey. <laughs> but, yeah, pretty much. Um, anywho, I, I said this last episode, I scolded myself. Um, because I was so disorganized. Well, guess what? I finally, after years of having it all on like three different pages, I finally rewrote uh, the thank yous. Yay. Look at me go. Wow. Our thank yous, as per usual, go to at the J Sarge for opening music for this in the commentaries. And future guest on the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. Can you believe, dude, that we're almost to 100? No. It's fucking mind-boggling, isn't it? Yeah. If my planning goes right, episode 100 is going to be our 200th episode all all together. Nice. Released, so. Nice. Fingers crossed. For our logo for this and the uh, commentaries, at Sherry Archinoff. For our Knights of the Blitzdom design, thanks to at looking for eight. I just did that backwards, but that's okay. Yep. And 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 for more stuff. Oh, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about either. Let's just say that the Patreon uh, donators, donors, patrons, that money is being put back into the show we're not jagging ourselves off and being like oh let's buy candy i mean we we are but the rest of it's going back into the show well don't tell them that i want them to think it's all going back into the show and we're not buying candy oh i like candy i like jagging myself off <laughs> Just imagine if I had whispered that. Ah, fuck it. You don't have to imagine. I like jacking myself off. There you go. You could hear that back in the edit. Um, and that's the boost for our Nerd Rats design. Now on our uh, Redbubble. See, the boost was smart. He got himself two shout outs. Yep. As for our shit, find us on. And again, I rewrote this, so this shit is actually right, too. It's fucking weird. Uh, our, as for our shit, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at nerdblitz.com, including NerdBlitz Question of the Week, which is now over 100 uh, total questions, Fitz's Toy Chest, which is almost to 20 installments. That's pretty crazy. And um, the NerdBlitz Book Review, which is up to like 42 installments. Hmm. Pretty fucking cool. See, just because we launched a Patreon doesn't mean we're fucking giving up the ghost on all the fucking uh, awesome free shit we do, too. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio. And if you need more extra audio, go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com or patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. On the Bandcamp, there's five albums for 543 
five, four, three, one and five dollars respectively. And on Patreon, you get all kinds of fucking shit. You get new and old swear reels. You get mini episodes. Eventually, you'll have the entire back catalog. It just jumped to the end. You'll have Doom Does. There's like two or three episodes either up or coming relatively soon. Uh, Nerd Boot Camp. Uh, B-Roll. We're going to start rolling out skits soon. I Actually, no, we already rolled one out, didn't we? Well, two, actually. Anyway, all kinds of fucking fun shit coming there, gang. So check out patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. Um, other than that, I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. As well as? Uh, what? At JJ2END. Oh, sure. You gotta start using that again, dude. The show's back. Uh, yeah. As well as I am at TSDJ Production, and together we are birth... Birth? We are birth. (laughs) We are birth. We are birth. Anyway, together we are both... (laughs) Yep, that's the name of the episode. We are birth. (laughs) (laughs) People get this far in, they're like... I don't understand this fucking... T- oh! Together, we're both at NerdBlitzPod on Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram that's unused. Although, I probably should use that to shill more, too. You could. Yeah, I could. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, there's that gang. You got a little nugget of truth you want to drop on them before we go? A little something-something to give the kids for staying through all the... Blah, 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 these people are awesome. Blah, 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 look at us. No. You mean no? What do I mean, no? Did you say no? I, yeah. Who's on first? Third base. Boobies. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, I bo- What? Oh, what? nothing see now you gave me shit recently for fucking up the tea up so i was teeing it up and you're like like a fucking brain damaged sheep (laughs) i know but this time you were like anyway i thought that was a tee up no the tee up is always i know what i know what the tee up is but you didn't do it right last time so i thought you You motherfucker i will throw something at you through the fucking phone (laughs) your punk ass will go on fucking ebay too keep fucking dicking with me Until next time, when we come back with more of this wacky horse shit. Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity. I normally say depends on it, but I think it's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when you spend like three days trying to teach a kid to say horse shit, you really don't have much sanity left, do you? Nah. Because I'm serious, like, it, for three days, I was like, say horse shit. You know what's funny, though? What's that? Here's something for staying through the credits. <laughs> Me and Ma were like, huh, this is awkward. When I was trying to teach the kid to say horse shit, I was like, well, let's break this down into its parts, and then we can bring it together later. I was like, hey, say horse. Say horse. And every time I would say horse... He would start fucking smiling and giggling. So me and Ma came to the conclusion, either he thinks we're saying whores and he knows the word whores, or when you say horse, he's like, hey, heroin. Whoa. Uh, yeah, right? It's fucked I up. I didn't think you were going there. Oh, yes, we did. Mm. Yep. 
Well, it is my brother and his fucking junkie cum-catcher girlfriend. Soon-to-be wife. Alleged? Alleged what? Any of the, any of them? Uh, no, I think it's pretty much confirmed. Cool. Also, like, seriously, do you marry somebody when there's charges pending from the state? I mean, I guess if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, somehow my family turned into one of them fucking backwoods hillbilly families you see in a, getting raided on a fucking trailer park on cops. Not anymore, you don't. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.